0: Well, as always, we back here again, here again. We got we got to get into Mother's Day. Uh, fellas, tell me, what, what did y'all buy for your mother or the special women in your life or the women who play mother to you on this day?
1: Man, this is the first year I got some like expendable out, uh, income for like the first time in my life, man. So I bought my mom some uh some Air Maxes, bought my mother in law a, a gift basket with a whole bunch of different fruits and different stuff like that. And then I bought uh I went in to buy my to buy my stepmom a Bartesian, bro, so my pockets a little hurt right now, but it was worth it.
0: Oh man, was, was it the Air Max ninety fives or was it the the old shape up looking Air Max? Like <laughs> it, was, it was the
1: 95 five's the white, pink, and orange.
0: All right, man. I was about to say, don't, don't send moms out here down <laughs> bad. With the with nah, the big nah. booty Air Maxes, the ones you can sit <laughs> down to Magic City to make some money. Chris, man, what what's going on with your Mother's Day, man? What uh,
2: that? Uh, this is the second Mother's Day my mom been 2,000 miles away from me, so down in South Florida, so... I mean, I called her this morning. My little brother still with live with her, so he got her some gifts. I just sent her some money, to be honest with you. Like, that's all my money. My mom really,
0: she just likes money, so. That's, that's uh, you, know, you know, you my, know, my mom actually technically did not get a Mother's Day gift. She's going to get one when I go back home, which is going to be uh, in a couple of weeks because my sister is the second one of us to graduate from a four-year university. Uh, but... This woman asked me for a gold eight-and-a-half-inch Ferragamo charm bracelet. (laughs) Now, here's the problem with that. I go to the website. I go to Zales, Jared, all that. I don't see it. So I'm like, oh, man, I got to go to the Ferragamo website. I know they're going to be taxing. I go to the Ferragamo website. This item does not exist. So I'm sitting up here thinking to myself, now I know I finally got a real job that, like I got benefits and like benefits so good. They'll be like, oh, do you have anybody who lives with you or any children that you want to put on your benefits? Adam, but I don't got no, hey, hey, call up Ferragamo. Tell, him, no, 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 call <laughs> Ferragamo. tell him to make the charm bracelet. I need that. I need that for my mom. All right. But yeah, she she going to get something but her request was uh, uh non-existent. So uh yeah, she it's GG's for that for now. But that's I'll, that's I'll one I'll of those
1: requests like, you got to uh, you got to come home and hit up hit up Dearborn. Listen, I, first <laughs> of all, I, the
0: the sickest part is it, I'm not going to get her nothing fake. So like I can't just I can't just come back and like, "Hey, Habib, let me get a gold ferragama like mm-hmm. cuz then he's going to be looking at me like
1: you gotta hit a dog hey. that look like Adam Sandler and uh, uh, Uncut Gems, bro. He'll get you together. Yeah, all
0: right. <laughs> I'm not a fan's looking for me. Not a fan's <laughs> looking for me for this Ferragamo wrist uh, wrist piece. But anywho, um, uh, how was y'all weekends? How's everything going with that?
1: Uh, weekend was well, man. Just um, uh, got some got some business taken care of. You know, happy, healthy streaming, big chiller, man. Chris, What uh, you
2: got
0: going on?
2: Man? I mean, I I just did. Went to to the gym. Several times and just got my workout in, man. I'm I'm on the right track with the working out. So it's pretty much what I did this weekend. I feel
0: you, I feel you. I heard they was playing curry ball in the gym you was hooping at this weekend, man. I and, heard it was all threes. No nothing else. Yeah, man. I, I don't
2: get it these days. Like young boys, man, like they go to the gym, even on 2K, bro. It'll be a wide open fast break. And they go dribble out to the Curry slide. I don't, I don't, I don't like what since when is a layup
0: a bad shot? <laughs> it, it's it's a whole new world that we living in. And like, I could understand if you like in the park and this, the three that's going to end the game. But like, other than that, I see no reasonable reason to take a three yeah. on fast break. Like I see no decent reason to do such a thing. Uh, my weekend has been very uneventful, which is a beautiful thing when you're an adult. It really is like you, just to say you did nothing, what a joy. What a time. So anywho- like you can save money to me. Oh, absolutely. Right. absolutely. You know, everybody keep talking about I'm outside. Outside costs about eighty dollars to step. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've right, been in the house with all that nonsense. But anywho, we gotta bring y'all your favorite hour of the week. It's time to talk about some sports. Y'all ready? Yes, I'm ready to go. We got the master of the mix of master Josh Gaiden in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man to the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little OMC. That's me, Kenton Gibbs. And, fellas, we, we got a lot because we're going to continue with this theme of Mother's Day. We got to we gotta talk about the best mama sports moments. You know, it, just, it don't even got to be a mama playing the sport or doing something involved. It's just generally in the area of sports. We got to talk about these NFL rookies because the odds have opened for who is uh, most and least likely to win um, offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And ooh, we, them Lakers in trouble. <laughs> Lakers in trouble? <laughs> no, but uh, they, they got some trouble going on over there. Russell Westbrook becomes the, the triple double king. And now that the season is pretty much solidified, we got to talk about these awards. We got to talk about these awards. And we may even have a special brand of awards at the end. Stay tuned for that. So that sounds like a good show to y'all. Good to All go. Right. All righty. Well, first thing first the best mom moments in sports. Chris, what you got, man? So my favorite moment, mom-wise,
2: when Kevin Durant won his first title, his mama went on first take and let Stephen A had it, make Stephen A apologize, (laughs) all that. Which I I really didn't really support because I mean, Stephen A didn't really say anything wrong. He did make a soft move by joining the 73 and 19. But it was just good. His mama went on there defending her baby. You know what I mean? You know, KD real sensitive. So his mama went to go fight his battle on first take for him. Oh, so No, no shots on KD. No shots on KD. He finna
0: tweet us from the burner. (laughs) Leave that man alone.
2: But yeah, I I really did like that, though, because that's good to see mama's active in a, a superstar life like Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? You would think that when you get to that level, that your mom really just be chilling. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, She don't really be doing nothing. You just take care of her, but you could still see she's still being that mother to Kevin Durant. She always
0: been. Honestly, if if I get to that level, I will want my mom to chill. Like I will too. I will too. Go take a seat somewhere. You worked hard enough. Your work is done. Your work here is done. Josh, what's yours, man?
1: Uh, so first, Chris, I know I know if KD come from the burner uh, talking about the show, you better have the same hair energy for him that you have for us because at least we decided to, <laughs> <laughs> we decided to, to make the chop. But um, now I was going through a few of them, man. I think one that got looked over, especially by me because one as a Tigers fan, I was a little salty at the time because it was uh, – a the the year after they cheated galaraga out, out of his perfect game but uh dallas brayton throwing a perfect game on mother's day which is the first game that his mother attended because he wasn't a a huge player i think he had a, a career like around like 70 starts so only played like a season and a half in the major leagues but the first and only game that his mother attended he threw a perfect game and i know how rare that is in baseball so i think that's a pretty dope moment
0: right 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 mine it, it has to be uh serena uh, winning the Australian Open, not surrendering a set while pregnant—that is out of control. Do you know how hard her kid is gonna have it for the rest uh. of their life? Like, imagine, imagine your mom is like, "Hey, just go wash the dishes," and you're like, "I can't, I'm tired." And she was like, "Do I have to remind you of the Australian Open?" Like, Please, right. you've been doing this for twelve years. Please stop. <laughs> I was pregnant with you serving a super soldier on steroids. And that, mm. uh, what, what's the girl name from Russia that got caught doing steroids? Uh,
1: Sharapova.
0: Sharapova. Yeah, I was serving super soldiers on steroids. <laughs> and you can't even take care of no dishes for your mama. But yeah, that's, that's by far mine. And it was a lot of good ones, too. It was a lot. Iverson Mama braiding his hair. Uh, JaVel McGee Mama bringing the ball out. It, Kevin Durant mom during the real MVP speech. It was a lot of good ones, but yeah. that one for me because it again you can lord that over your kid head for forever. Right, <laughs> for forever, yeah, that go. Like, that's nah. just, that's what that is. But anywho, uh, we are gonna go from from talking about mamas and kids to the young kids of the NFL, the rookies, yeah. the op- excuse <clears> me, <throat> the opening odds for defensive and offensive player of the year go as follows: for offensive player of the year. Uh, your highest. We've got Trevor Lawrence at plus three hundred, Justin Fields at plus six hundred, Trey Lance at plus six hundred, Zach Wilson at plus seven hundred, Kyle Pitts and Mac Jones both at plus eleven. Oh, and Jamar Chase, all at plus eleven hundred. Najee Harris at plus twelve hundred. Uh, Jalen Waddle and Devonte Smith both both at plus sixteen hundred for Offensive Player of the Year. For uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year, we've got Micah Parsons at plus seven hundred, Jalen Phillips. Michael Parsons at plus 400. Apologies. Jalen Phillips at plus 700. Quiddy Pay at plus 1,000. Patrick Sertan Jr. at plus 1,000. Zaven Collins at plus 1,100. Jamie Day, Jamin Davis at plus 1,200. JC Warner at plus 1,400. Jeremiah, I'm not even going to pretend to know how to pronounce the rest of your name, Jeremiah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah from Notre Dame, he plays for Cleveland, plus 1,400. Greg Russo plus sixteen hundred. Aziz again. Ojulari plus two thousand. So, fellas, what are y'all thinking as far as you know? We've we've done long shots before. We've done best that we think are safe before. What are y'all thinking as far as this class and these bets go?
1: Um. So, if we're looking at this class, I think that that the only is only a few players that will have an immediate impact. I think there's a lot more defensive players than offensive players, but I think we also live in a um, place where offensive players get a little more shine. So I think just looking at this, I I, I got Justin Fields uh winning rookie of the year uh simply because Oh, it's offensive
0: uh, and defensive.
1: So, offensive, it's, okay, it's two okay. separate. Yeah, yeah. I know they, they Just seven, com-
0: I'll be right back, fellas. But yeah, it's, it's
1: offensive and defensive. Okay, because okay. I know they used to do kind. Con- I don't know if they switched. I know they used to do conference for both. But um, I, I honestly need to get more hit to the defensive players there. But Justin Fields, I got getting rookie of the year. Um, on the offensive end of the ball. Just because with Chicago, the way Chicago is looking, their defense is so strong that I think that Justin Fields will get a lot more possessions on offense. So even if he doesn't have like a super big impact on the game, like I think Trevor Lawrence will, I think the situation at the end uh, has him a little more set up just to get more numbers on the board and more possessions and get a Bears a a chance to make the playoffs because I do have him winning the NFC North in this upcoming season.
2: Yeah, I mean, just like Guy said, Justin Fields, to me, has the best chance to win it. But I'm going to say like I like long shots. And I honestly think uh, Devontae Smith, being in Philly with that young quarterback and him being a young receiver, they can have that connection. He can have a similar season to Juju Smith-Schuster when Juju first started with the Steelers, I'm, I'm thinking. He can have a real similar season to that. And if he does that, I feel like because I don't think Trevor Lawrence is in the right offense and because i think justin fields needs time to develop with that bears team i think philly winning that division after being so bad for a couple years and that division being so terrible last year i think that'll put a little spotlight on him a little bit more
0: so i feel it i feel it Well, you went with one alabama connection and Jalen hurts and uh devontae smith i'm gonna go the opposite and go with the other Bama connection, and and Guyton got on the shirt, so it, it might be a little bit of a little bit of uh, a little bit of an after mention here. I think that Tua and Jalen Waddle are going to do some special things down there uh, in Miami. I think that uh, the biggest thing about Jalen Waddle, they have some pieces outside them. Uh, Gasecki is a good tight end. Devontae Parker, another good receiver. Who I don't know if he's necessarily a number one, but he's a number two that you may have to pay some special attention to uh, depending on who your second corner is and that they're building that team the right way. They, they are. And with that being said, that puts you in the best situation to uh, showcase your talents. Trevor Lawrence, I, the quarterback that they're not ready for. Um, They don't, they got a woman who requires a hundred thousand dollars a year salary while they work at McDonald's. I'm sorry to tell you this, Jaguars, but y'all not going to be able to keep up with what he needs for him to be successful. Uh, sure. Justin Fields, I, I think that he's another guy that has a pretty good shot at it. Trey Lance, think he has a good shot at it as well. Zach Wilson, I don't know who is smoking what to have him at plus 700. But, <laughs> um, in the words of, of Michael Jordan, stop it, get some help. Kyle Pitts, I think, should have better odds because he's a guy... Kyle Pitts to me, if if it was not for Jalen Waddle going to the Dolphins and being in a, a perfect situation, Kyle Pitts would definitely be my next in line, just because of the fact that uh he has, he has a situation where who do you double with the Falcons? Right, like right. I, this is not about the Falcons winning games. This is about just him putting up numbers. Who do you double? You double Julio? Okay, great. You got Calvin Ridley one on one. You got. Kyle Pitts, 101. Oh, you double Kyle Pitts? Great. Julio, 101. Ridley, 101. Oh, you double Ridley? Okay, great. You leave two guys who are over 6'5 and run faster than 4'4 at 101s. So, I mean, it, there is no easy answer for how to stop uh, that tandem. If Matt Ryan can do anything, if there's any juice left in his arm, uh, Kyle Pitts is definitely my second. Defensively, who y'all got for defensive rookie of the year?
2: Uh, for me, I'm going to go, I'm going to have to go with the favorite Michael Parsons, man. I I just think that the first defensive player in the draft typically is the most impactful on defense in the history of NFL. Like, most of the time, the first defensive player pick usually is a reason why they're the first defensive player pick. So, I think, think just off of that, I think so. I mean, it's hard to tell with defense, because defense can go... Football is one of those sports, 11 mans, eleven people on the field. It's hard to really showcase one player, highlight one player, unless you're Aaron Donald. Like Aaron Donald's the one standalone where him out there with 10 other bums, you will still have struggled with that defense. Yeah. And, I mean, just like safeties, corners, all that, they got to work together. Linebackers got to work together. But that defensive front, Aaron Donald, he's one of the exceptions where I say – he could be out there with anybody and still perform at a high level. So,
0: I feel it. I feel it. Um, so, just a quick note here JC Horn was the first player picked defensively at oh, eight. Okay, okay. Michael oh, okay. Micah Parsons was not too far behind in number 12. Uh, Josh, who you got? Defense. I'm sorry. I know it's been a
1: while since we had a linebacker win um, defensive player of the year. For, for I mean defensive player of the year for rookies, but I actually got uh, Davis that got picked up by the Washington football team. Only because that defense is so strong going into the season, I feel like it's like a pick your poison kind of situation. So I feel like a lot of teams might try to to attack him just because he's a rookie, just because he don't really have a lot of reps in the league. And I think that'll give him, even if he he does get exploited sometimes or some teams are able to pick up yards offensively going in his direction, I think that'll give him a lot more reps. It's the same situation I'm looking at with Justin Fields. I think you'll get a lot more situations where he's able to get tackles, able to maybe pick up a couple picks throughout the season.
0: I think the best thing that you can do for a linebacker is give them a good front. Yeah. Give them a front that they don't have to worry about people coming right in, coming right on in, and coming to see him. Jamin Davis has that in spades. Yeah. I mean, good grief. You look all up and down that defensive line, and they're either first-rounders or former pro bowlers or current pro bowlers. Yeah. Like, what? This is, it's, they're scary good. Um, however, the the guy that I'm, I might want to go with here is a little off the board. This is a big, another one of those long shots. Uh, I, Caleb Farley is a guy to me. He... What he does, what he does not only in terms of man coverage, but what he does after he gets the ball in his hands at defensive back is outlandish. You can tell after he gets the ball that he was originally recruited and came in as a receiver because it's it, watching him return the ball is like, now wait a minute, this is why, why aren't you playing offense? Right? He's very instinctual. The stuff, uh, the mm-hmm. only thing that that is the reason that he is as much of a long shot as he is. Is because of the uh, back situation that he has going on, um, in which he, he's had some surgeries and and he's he's recovering well. But I mean, we see the
2: it. back the, the back doesn't really affect the athleticism. We see that with Michael Porter Jr. So I mean, yeah. as long as long as he can get the the right doctors, the right treatment, he should be okay. I don't think back exactly. injuries deter you from your athleticism. My leg injuries—that's another story. Sometimes even shoulder injuries they can deter you a little bit because you'd be a little timid when you, you know. And,
0: and that's the thing. in In a place like Tennessee, they drafted another corner as well, and and uh, I want to say Elijah Molden. And they they are they have a lot of pieces that are young on the back end. However, as far as that linebacker and and pass rushes, they got some guys that've been there for a while that know how to get the job done. And the best thing for a, a corner is a good pass rush. He's got that. He's got a. He's got a situation where, you know, Tennessee's good at getting leads on people, forcing them to throw the ball. So that'll be a situation where he he could possibly be it. But now, let's talk about these Lakers for a second because it's looking bad. It's looking bad for them. What they're in a situation where they lost to Portland and end up one and a half games back with five games to go. Uh, is it is it even feasible that they beat Portland out for the, the sixth seed or are they bound for the play in? Um I, I, I think oh go
2: ahead, Curtis. go ahead. I, I just wanted to before I lost my thought. I think they're bound for the play in. I kinda in a way, man, I kinda feel like the Na- Lakers need this though, honestly. Uh just, just I think they just needed more time to play together a little bit since they had all these injuries and they got a whole completely new roster for when they won a championship. So, I think this will get them a, a second motor to where they can turn that switch back on. However, I think it's terrible that they would have to see either Phoenix or the Clippers in that second round or that first round. Technically, second round because the playing is technically the playoffs, I guess. It's weird, now. the NBA is just weird right now. So, I mean, to see them play the Suns that first round, I really don't know if I like the Lakers 100% unless they show me otherwise. Because. That roster is good, but if you don't have 100% LeBron James, you have a a rusty AD, I think the Suns take you out. I think the Suns take you out. But go ahead, guy. I I definitely
1: think the uh, Lakers are bound for the play-in. If they end up playing one or two games, I'm not sure, but I definitely think they make the playoffs. Uh, But they're going to be in a play-in tournament for sure only thing that concerns me is I know for sure they're going into the play-in, but like Chris said, with with that team and the way they've been looking, it's not like they don't have the pieces. They still have a championship roster simply based off the strength that you have, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But the fact that they are they clearly aren't 100%, and you can see that on the court, their their chemistry is off. And then you got players that like didn't even necessarily play great while they were going, trying to get their chemistry with them back in a fold. And you got those role players like Kyle Kuzma, like Schroeder, and you can see once they put LeBron and AD back into the lineup, they just – it's no chemistry there between those teams. And with the playoffs, there's five games left in the regular season. You don't have – that's yeah. not something – that's not something that you can recover that quickly. Even if you had a greatest player on the planet, that's something that's not
2: something you can recover going right. into right. the playoffs with five games left. Especially not being half hobbled. You know, if they – Let's just say they get another injury to like a a KCP and they got to start somebody that has never started before. Like THT got to start now or Caruso got to start. I don't think the Lakers need that right now. And that's why I think the playing tournament is good. They give them a couple more games to get their feet back under them. Because I do still think the Lakers have what it takes to win the West. But, however, just the lack of just people playing in the games is just really taking a toll on them this season.
1: And if you look at the remaining games they got, even if they are at full strength, you got the Suns, the Knicks, the Rockets, the Pacers, and the Pelicans. And if you look at those teams, the only uh the way they playing, the only game I see that's a guaranteed win is against Houston. Oh, they might there's a possibility they come up one to four out of that, out of those last five games.
2: Especially if Brown already got ruled out for two of those four games, I think. So yeah. I don't see the Lakers really making a difference in this in this schedule. Mm-hmm.
0: So, if, if we're talking play-in, they're absolutely vying for the play-in. Them beating the Trailblazers was a must, and they could not mm-hmm. do it. That's just the reality of that. However, stop this nonsense. Stop this nonsense. <laughs> uh, the the, the Suns, the Phoenix Suns. Gibbs, Gibbs,
2: I understand where you're going. I understand where you're going. But, have you seen AD and
0: Bron play that much this year? The Phoenicians don't even. Charles Barkley doesn't even believe you. I get you. I get <laughs> you. Dan LaHurl doesn't even believe
2: you. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if LeBron comes
0: back not 100%, it's a possibility, man. Oh, well, listen. I here's, here's what I'll say about this. At the end of the day, if LeBron comes back at all, because I think that LeBron is a lot more Legacy conscience Than people give him credit for mm. I don't think Bron is going to come back If he knows like Alright rolling. There's not much I can do with them At the current 75 80% that I'm at And my teammates Might not give me much I'm going to go ahead and sit this one out That to me is a more likely Scenario than Bron coming Back and them laying the egg Against the Phoenix. I'm sorry to tell you this, but at the end of the day, we know what Chris Paul is going to do in the playoffs. We know. We know. When it's time to sink or swim, I'm sorry. He's the point guy. He's got all of these great stats. He's going. We're going to talk about him later in this show in a positive light. But realistically, the greatest predictor of the future and future behaviors is what? The past. Mm-hmm. and it, I mean – what do we know about devin booker in the playoffs what do we know what do we like what do we know about deandre aden in the playoffs what have we seen what was especially your first your first matchup ever in the playoffs you gotta see brown and ad <laughs> Going to be tough I
2: house. mean, it, it, it's gonna to be tough for sure. But what I'm saying is, get it's not gonna be no five, six, five game series. I think it goes oh, no, six no, no, or no. seven Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah. And and and, and you, you know, anytime you see LeBron AD on the team, you be like, and they go against that Suns team, you automatically think, oh, that's that's Brown in five or Lakers in five. But yeah. because of the situation at hand, you question it. It could go six or seven. If we see I'll them go you. seven, and then they go against the, so if they beat them. It would be a Clippers, I, Blazers in the next round. Right. And Clippers and Blazers. And then the winner between that uh, pushed the Lakers to the limit. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't get, want them listen, to get, go 6 7 on their way to the finals.
0: I, I, a thousand percent agree with you. I get what you're saying. That series might be tougher than a $2 stake, but it's, I, I cannot see a world where I'm like, I'm confident that the Suns take care of business in the playoffs. I can't see a world where that happens. Also, I mean, I I kind of don't want to be that guy, but like Chris Paul, yeah, realistically, I wonder you got. Realistically, this is not even about Chris Paul. Realistically, the league might not let the Lakers lose in that manner.
1: Realistically speaking. Here. Can't can't beat to can't be the uh Phoenix.
0: We've seen it happen before against Sacramento where it was like Okay, Sacramento is the better team on this night. Sacramento needs to win this game, and the league decided no. <laughs> yeah. I get where you're going, but no, we're going yeah. back to LA for Game Seven, can we, y'all Can, can we
1: can we take a uh, break real quick just to go on a tangent? I know it's a narrative in basketball that like certain series are fixed, which I'm neither going to confirm nor deny. But one of those series that people uh, say are fixed is the 2006 Finals. Can you please go back and watch that series for anybody that believes that? The Dallas Mavericks could not play defense. Dwayne Wade shot 20 free throws a game because he was fouled.
0: He earned about 25 a game. They, let him, they really let him walk the hook with a couple. They really did. But that's that's it. So So tell me this. Tell me this. And, and, and I know we weren't even supposed to be going here. But tell me this. If the Lakers get knocked out first round, if Brian and AD are that hobbled, do you then see the West as a toss-up or is there like a, this is the team coming out if it's not the Lakers?
1: I think it's a toss-up. Um, I know it, it, they're probably not going to win just because like they are who they are. But I think at that point, the favorite should be the Clippers just because that's the only team that has the, that's the only team that has the experience and I think has the grit when it comes to playoff basketball, but at the same time it's the Clippers. So like, I'm not going to hold my breath.
0: play Percival will appear. Do you understand me? <laughs> Do you understand me? Playoff Percival will make his case for why he has the worst self-anointed nickname of all time. Because that meant... Anywho. I- okay, Chris, what you thinking? Is, is the West a toss-up if the Lakers are out, or is this like a, like, oh, I know the team is going if it's not the Lakers? I'm not
2: going to hold you up. If the Lakers get bounced out or the Lakers not full strength and they, they, they get... They, they hobble their way to the, the conference finals. I really, really like Dallas at full strength, man. I really do. Like to get to the conference finals, honestly. Because if you look at it, they're the fifth seed. They played Denver first if the playoffs started today, which they mm-hmm. probably will keep. Denver is only a game back from the Clippers, but I think the Clippers hold that because they don't have a tough schedule. Denver and Dallas. I think Dallas has enough firepower to match Denver' firepower. It's gonna be no defense in this series at all. Don't get me wrong; it's gonna be no defense at yeah. all.
0: Nineteen eighties, one forty-five to one forty-two <laughs> ball. Exactly, like exactly.
2: It. But however, however, the Nuggets are without Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray got them out of a lot of tight corners in the playoffs last year. Right. Like I don't think people realize the Jazz should have been in the conference finals. Do they? Jamal Murray went nuclear for three straight games against the Jazz. And the Clippers, like yep. that's six games. You can't make up six games with Aaron Gordon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love Aaron Gordon to death, but you can't make six games up. That, I don't trust that. no
0: grown man with that little fade braids thing. Going <laughs> on. <I'm> tra- <laughs> but but but
2: but my point being, Luca is somebody I trust in. Luca was supposed to put the Clippers out last year, if y'all remember. Luca. So let's say okay, four oh, okay. five. Four or five, five, uh, Denver. Denver. Denver loses to Dallas. Dallas will play the winner between Utah and maybe Golden State. I mm. think Dallas. I think Dallas beats U- Utah. I think Dallas beats Utah. Donovan Mitchell, because I think you, the, the Utah Jazz will beat the, the uh, Warriors just off the strength of Curry can't do it by himself, and I don't care how good a defender Draymond I think he is. If Donovan Mitchell averaged thirty five the hang it up Warriors because nobody else on that team going to keep yeah. up with Curry scoring. Curry could go for 50 that series and as long as Donovan Mitchell hold 30 points he got secondary options that he can go to and give right. him 20 yeah. a game. So, and plus they got Mike Conley guarding Curry. It ain't going to be an easy 40 that, for a whole series with Mike Conley guarding Curry. He's a great defender. But that being said, I can see Dallas beating Utah. Because I mean, well, Frank, we, yeah. Full strength Dallas versus Utah, I can see it happening.
0: Hold on there, player. <laughs> wait, wait I, I minute, can see it. I can see it, man. Hey, you might have to go one on one with the Undertaker for that one play. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, now now hear me out. Hear me out. You're telling me that Dallas full strength is beating Utah full strength. I, I will I would bet on Dallas. Think about now,
2: it. Utah lost to Denver last year, right? Yes. And they needed a miracle with Jamal Murray. But guess guess what? Utah was uh shot away that we're in and out from beating um Denver, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you like Denver over the Clippers? I mean, did you did you have Denver over the Clippers?
0: Uh no, I didn't.
2: Okay. Would you have Utah over the Clippers? Uh
0: I might. I might. I don't trust the Clippers at all to advance past the
2: second round. Well, I don't. last year, I thought the Clippers would at least get out the second round. I, I, I'm i not hoping to tell y'all the truth. I at least thought they'd yeah. get out the second round. But Luka showed me something that first series against the Clippers. Luka has enough firepower. Like, he got shooters around him. He got enough in his tank alone. If Luka averages 30-10-10, and 10, he could beat, beat Utah.
0: But is but but what is his second in command gonna give? Is the question? Christoph Porzingis. Christoph's that's not do? a that's not a bad is, option. It's not a bad option on paper and by name. What is but he we actually gonna do yeah. in the game? How is he okay at,
2: at the at the peak of the Dallas's powers this year? Christoph Porzingis was averaging twenty three and twelve for a stretch when Dallas went on a good little win streak. He was averaging twenty three and twelve, and Luca was averaging thirty
0: eight and seven. This is not. But this is not about whether or not I think he'll be good at stretches. Because if we're talking about stretches, then we don't even need to talk about the West because the, the two guys for the Lakers, if they get on their best in the stretch, the, the West is done. The West this is right. Signed, sealed, delivered, it's yours. But we realize that like we can't count on everybody's best stretch to come in the exact moment that right. they need it. So right. realistically, can't we count on Chris Tops for 23 and 12? in the playoffs full-time, especially against a Utah team that features a lot of... Number one, they have one of the best uh, rim protectors and rebounds in the game, Rudy Gobert. Number two, they rebound as a team. They don't They don't have the mentality of, like, everybody, get out, run right now. It's like, no, 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 no. We'll go get the rebound. If we got to run some half-court offense, we'll run half-court offense, the, and that's okay.
2: The, the funny thing, though, is you forget... Even if Gobert match up with Porzingis, where, where Gobert going to be guarding Porzingis at? Because they're not running the zone against all Oh, shooters. on the perimeter. On the perimeter. He's going to be on, the perimeter. on so, the perimeter. So guess guess who's down low, the primary rim protector? Royce O'Neal's playing power forward for them boys. Come on, roll him up, man. Roll him up. Roll
0: him <laughs> up. Roll him up. up. <laughs> Luka Luca got a highway to the basket. All you got to do is dodge Royce? Royce O'Neal? I might be tall as Royce O'Neal. I hear you. But if you're, if you're Utah and you know Okay, they're gonna try to exploit Royce at the basket. Why wouldn't you say, you know what, Royce, step out on the perimeter, check oh, Porzingis. Oh, 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 okay, but what then you, you got Maxi, you man. got
2: you got Maxi Kleber on the other side who shoots the three. I'm alright really
0: well. with that. I'm alright with that. I'm,
2: nah, he shoots the three really well. I,
1: I ain't leaving Maxi
0: open though. Yeah, he here's shoots the, the three well. Bro. No, no, I'm not saying leave him open. But if you're telling me who would I rather say, you know what, I'm gonna have to sacrifice something because. In today's game, if you can handle the ball, if you know pace and space, you can get to the realm. Who do I want to stop? Or what poison do I want to pick? You got three poisons to pick here. You got uh you got Luka Doncic, you got a Kristaps Porzingis, you got Maxi Kleber. Which one are you gonna pick? I mean, it's different oh, okay. you can't avoid all you, three. You okay, you, you see you you send Royce to
2: Chris stop and guard him on the perimeter. Now I am I'm, I'm posting up. i D- dump off. Throw it down low to Kristoff. Let the 7-3 man work.
0: Let Good, the 7-3 man if work. You, if you're in the post, now I can help. Now I can send help. If you're in the post, I can send some help. If Correct. you're on the perimeter, if you're on the perimeter, I'm gonna have a little bit more uh, difficult of a time. And Kristaps is not an elite ball handler by any means. Like if no, he's no, out no, on no, the perimeter, he's out on the perimeter. He's not like oh Kristaps oh, has got it. He finna put him in a blender. He right. he's not Jokic. Like when Jokic's on the perimeter. He's only three dribbles away from the rim. Like, that's just the reality of it with today's modern big man. Kristaps ain't that. He just ain't. So, I mean, I, listen, I hear you, but the Jazz, they play everything that the Jazz do, they do as a team. And the only way that another team can beat them is if they have the star power to overcome the team. And I don't think that Dallas has
2: that. Who the best player in that series, Utah or Dallas? Dallas.
0: Dallas, but but the thing is, said. but the thing is, the thing is, is just like the Brown against the Warriors, right? Or the Cavs against the Warriors. Let's not say Brown against it. It was the Cavs. The poster had six players on it. <laughs> if there was Steph, there was KD, there was Clay, then there was Brown, there was Tristan Thompson, there was Kyle Korver. Like, yes, Dallas has the best player. Players two and three belong to Utah. Player four, I mean, listen, Chris stops, if he's rolling, gets player four. But I'll tell you what, Ingles, if Ingles, if Ingles gives us what he's been given all year, he might be more valuable than Kristaps,
1: But I, I also look at it from this perspective, though. I think I think that Utah would beat Dallas, right? I think it would be a close series, but I think Utah would beat Dallas. But at the same time, in Chris's defense, LeBron had Tristan and Kyle Korver on a poster with him, but he was also arguably going up against the greatest team to never played basketball. Utah, Utah ain't that. that. And, and ain't in most that. cases <laughs> in basketball, if you got one transcendent player, which Luka Doncic is, they're able to beat pretty decent teams in playoff series, if we're being honest.
0: And that's fair. And that's that's okay. I that's fair. But I all I'm saying is if you got player one, they got players two, three, and if Chris stops don't show up two through four, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: you also you also gonna need Gobert to perform because I'll tell you this, Donovan Mitchell ain't gonna have it easy on Josh Richardson. Like, right? yes, Josh Richardson well, is not the defender he used to be, but he ain't gonna he ain't gonna be easy for him.
0: Well, what is and and then the question becomes what what is performing for Gobert because if he protects the rim at a high clip and he says you know what Luca you're gonna have to everything that you get is gonna have to be mid range or deeper you're in a really really good position there if I'm uh, if I'm if I'm um, Utah so I mean I'm just listen I'm not disagreeing with y'all but. I'm, I'm just saying
2: I just I love that series that'd be a good season' what? some popcorn and, and just watch.
0: okay all right well you know what let me tell you this we talk about transcendent players Russell Westbrook love him hate him can't stand him like his play style. whatever he's stat patter he's a winner he's a leader he's a he's a malcontent whatever you want to call him you also have to call him the triple double king. he passed Oscar Robertson for the most triple-doubles in a career recently. Now, I want to ask you all this. Does, does this solidify his spot in the Hall of Fame?
1: Uh, His spot in the Hall of Fame was solidified when he did it there, when he passed a single-season record and won MVP. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think I, he,
1: he already played enough basketball at that point to be in the Hall of Fame, and there's no person that's winning MVP that's not making a Hall of Fame at that point, with the exception of... I think Derrick Rose might be the only player that we see that has an MVP that might struggle to get into the Hall of Fame.
0: I doubt it. With the way that the Basketball Hall of Fame <laughs> is set up, Derrick Rose is going to get in. Derrick Rose. I got.
2: mean, are, are you – are you? I can't remember what in, in, in he did in college. It took, ho- it took a he minute.
0: He was a hooper in he college. Was hooper he in college. led I Memphis to a national championship where I believe – did they lose to, or they beat Kansas with Mario Chalmers? I know he played Kansas with Mario Chalmers.
2: Okay, well then he should get in there for sure.
1: Right, played I, a big I, part I, I look too. at it I look at it from this perspective though. Um did did Chris Weber struggle to get into the Hall of Fame?
2: He's not even in there yet, right?
0: Is I don't I don't think
2: No, I I, I, I don't, think I think he's he was on the ballot one year, but he didn't make it. I
1: don't I don't I wouldn't put Derrick Rose's his name might be bigger, but I wouldn't put Derrick Rose's basketball career ahead of Chris Weber's.
0: I agree. I wouldn't either. However, Derrick Rose has the angle of the story and the sympathy that true. we all know. Like, Chris Webber got everything that he was supposed to get. Like, every <laughs> yeah, bit of what he could get. He hold did, on, hold on. Did. Just on, on, on got
2: in fact. So, he was going up against Paul Pierce, Chris Bosh, and Tim Hardaway, Michael Cooper, and Ben Wallace. So, that's why he didn't get in because I wouldn't put him over Paul Pierce, Chris Bosh, or Tim Hardaway. But he's eligible. He's still eligible since 2013. And
0: he's he's going to get in. It's and, and, and with basketball, it's not the same as football or baseball. Right, right. Where, like, first ballot is the thing. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, he's first ballot, he's first ballot, he's first ballot. With basketball, it's just like, oh, yeah, he got in. Like, we don't know who was or was not first ballot with basketball. There are a few yeah, names right. that are like, yeah, that's a no-brainer. But it's not as much of a big deal as it is with football. So, I mean – and, and I'm going to tell you this. There are some people who would argue against Russell Westbrook being in the Hall of Fame. I'm not All right. one of them. All right. I'm not one of them. I'm not. I think that uh, a lot of folks who would argue against it, they need to go off of Twitter and go touch grass. Um, <laughs> go go smell some fresh air. Socially distanced, of course, with a mask on, but go smell some fresh air. Because the the man is average the triple-double. He's the triple-double king. And... Also about the the stats being empty, his teams are um, they win seventy five percent of games where he records a triple double. So, mm. I mean, say what you want about the man, but he, he I,
2: does I his think thing. I think Russ solidify he is honestly the year after he went won MVP, he took that awful OKC team to the playoffs. Like,
0: oh god, he, that team was so bad.
2: <laughs> he he did he did what hard like he did what Harden did with a lot less talent, like. Like, a tremendous amount less time. Like, Harden had a Ariza. He had uh, big fella Capella. He had... I don't even remember who his point guard was back then. That was how bad the Rockets were. But Russ had worse, and he still made... it. Like, all he had was Adams, and then the rest was, like,
0: yeah. players
2: that could be role players on any team in the league. And he still took them to the playoffs. I think that showed Russ's value right then and there. And he averaged a triple-double that season, too, I believe. So... I mean, I think Russ is definitely a Hall of Famer, and I'm going to miss Russ when he's gone. Like, when Russ is done playing basketball, I'm going to miss it because you're not going to see nobody doing 20, 20, 20 games anymore. Like, that's going to be a rare
0: occurrence. So, what do y'all think is the next all-time record to fall?
1: Um... I think that's a tough one I was I was kind of banking on the all-time scoring record I think LeBron could have passed that but seeing how his body is reacting to something like a like a, a even if it's a severely sprained ankle I'm not sure how many more seasons of full strength LeBron will see and that Kareem record is, is past the tough it is it's tough to pass yeah. Okay. That. Oh, yeah. E- e- easy answer. I, chat just put it in there. Three pointers. Steph about to pass that in about five. Yeah, games. I was about to. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> yeah.
2: Steph. Steph in the three pointers. I was gonna say. I don't yeah. even
1: think of that because Steph has already been the greatest shooter of all time in my mind for like five years now. That I already. I'm, I forget I'm that he's not in first
0: place. I'm mad that the chat just snitched on me. Y'all caught on because I was finna walk up in here. I'm the smartest guy in the room. Your three point record. It's about to go. No, I, that's me.
2: exactly where I was about to go. I think I honestly think and see if these two seasons, two seasons for Clay wasn't there, I think Curry would take another season to do it because Clay would be shooting a lot of those threes too. But right. I honestly think that uh, what's the name, Clay and Curry would have passed it if Clay wasn't injured. But I know Curry gonna pass it by far. By far, like he's going to set the the standard that Curry sets is going to be ridiculous because Curry got probably another five years playing, honestly, because even as an old man, he could just shoot.
0: I'll <laughs> right? tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you, you the, only thing, the only thing the only thing, about Steph, the same thing that hurts you coming in is normally the same thing that hurts you going out. And if something happens to one of his ankles, I mean, y'all remember when he first came in, it was like – yeah. He was we knew something was there, but he was always hurt. So I mean that, that could definitely be a thing. But I think that he's much he's much closer to breaking that record than LeBron is. I think LeBron, if he gets two to three more seasons where he's really good, he doesn't have to be LeBron. Like he doesn't have to be what he is at this current moment. But two or three more seasons of good LeBron, he's what, three thousand points away? I mean I think
2: yeah. I averaged it out. He got an average at least twenty one point seven points for the next Over two three seasons. seasons? Over three seasons, yeah.
0: Over three seasons? Three seasons? I think it's two, I think, it's two I think, and a half. I think it's, I think it's two think and, a and a half. Two, it's
2: like two and a half, two and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was about to say three seasons, that's two hundred forty games, uh, where you gotta get three thousand. He it's I mean, I'm just saying he he's the leader for all time game score ten points consecutively. Um he's at that pace, that would basically be, for 240 games, that would be, what, 15 a game? Somewhere around there? Like that? Yeah. I mean.
2: Yeah, he'll have to stay above 15 for majority of the season. He got to have some games where he's above 21.
0: I mean, and I, for LeBron? Even if you're not the LeBron that we expect now. Because the LeBron that we recently saw, I mean, we just talked about it. LeBron, Tristan Thompson, Kawhi. Like that—that's a thing <laughs> that actually happened in real life. Kyle Korver was on a finals a, a finals poster that only featured the best six players or the the guys that should have been the best six players in the series. Like we right. saw that we're not gonna get that LeBron anymore. We're not. I mean, get but that but, I cool. mean, he's all, he's
2: already dang near the all time leader in everything in the playoffs. So like he he he's yeah. knocking out the. Yeah. So I mean, playoff wise even if LeBron just go to the playoffs for the next three years and just get 12 a game, they ain't nobody touching, touching him other than oh. maybe, maybe I could. And this is just cause he don't perform in the playoff. If James Harden does what he do in the regular season in the playoffs, then I could see him passing him because James Harden got a lot of left basketball left. He averaged 35, 40 a game in the playoffs. Then he could pass Brown cause Brian, early on didn't average 35 or 40 in the playoffs. He's averaging closer to 31,
0: 32. So, so, so hear me, hear me out here. Which, which career total do you think is like, we are not going to see that broken for another two, three decades.
1: Um, as far as ones that's going to currently get set, even with the trend that basketball is heading, even though I think it'll change in the coming season. I don't think we'll ever see a, a shooter as great as Steph Curry that's allowed to shoot at the volume that he's allowed to shoot at. So I think it'll be a very long time before we uh-huh. see that. And honestly, the, if, if LeBron passes that, I mean, I think LeBron is the only person that has a, a chance to possibly pass Kareem for the next few decades as well.
0: Mm, yeah. yeah. I First, mean, I
2: record? I was going to say the assists, but it's a couple players that's in the game early on now that they might, they might. But that assist record is pretty high right now. That,
0: look. Like- I, let me tell you something about this assist record, right? Because that's the one that I was going to go with. And I'm, I'm upset with you for taking that from me, Chris. Like, <laughs> I, that I, assist you know,
2: record is ridiculous, though. <laughs> it's, yeah.
0: let So let's put it in perspective how good John Stockton, or how many assists John Stockton had. The next closest to him is over 3,700 away.
2: Right. You know, that's what I'm saying. Three.
0: Seven We're not... We 3,000. 000... Oh, my bad, my bad. We're not talking about assists. I mean, we're not talking about points here where you can get two or three at one time. An assist, you got a one. That's it. Yeah. You just get one. Now, granted, was those numbers helped out by some interesting calculating in, in Utah? Like, oh, he passing the ball. On the inbound, and he just so happened to be the same guy to score with nobody else touching it. Assist sister John Stockton. Yes, but also, you can't inflate at this rate. Like, you you just, you can't. But
1: no. Here's the here's the thing, though. This is why I don't think that'll ever be broken. Do I think it's a record that, that is so, like, insurmountable that nobody could ever possibly break it? No. But here's the reason why I don't think it'll ever be broken. I think that that jazz core was allowed to underachieve for so long that it was able to be broken. You can't give me any core of players that's going to be together for 17 years and never win anything, and an organization is going to be like, all right, let's just keep them together because those two guys play good together. That's that's never going to happen again.
0: But even if, we're, even if we're talking about looking at the Jazz from that perspective, you're absolutely right that no core is going to be together for that long. However, if you're a good individual, you will be the guy for that long. If you can do what you do at a high level, even if the court gets broken up, they'll ship you off elsewhere. And guess what happens when they ship you off elsewhere? You'll be James Harden when they ship you to the Rockets. The only... You'll be James Harden when they ship you to the Nets. Like, you'll be you regardless of where you go.
1: I mean, with the way yeah. those assists were calculated, how I many of those assists were John Stockton dumping it off to of Carl Malone or Carl Malone doing post work? For well, Carl, that's the reason
2: why. I was going to say it's the reason why Carl Malone's so high in scoring. Like, Stockton set him up beautifully so much in Utah.
0: And again, and again I, I did say there was some creative count going on where it was <laughs> like, oh, John Stockton passed it to Malone. Malone kind of did about 10 seconds of work in the post and then figured it out. Yeah. Great. Assist for John. Yes. But also, 3,000 of them things, I don't think they did that much now. <laughs> right. Oof, that's, now, now, the one player I can
2: see that's on pace, like, because he's so young, like, on pace, Luca came into the league averaging almost eight assists a game. Which is like you have to be kind of coming into the league averaging close to 10 a game through your whole career to catch that. And Luca since then has brought his assist totals to 9.1 a game, I think, on the career. So if Luca can average 10 and a half assists a game going forward, I could see him getting close, but even then it's still like, you almost got to average 12 assists for like two, three seasons. Yeah. Just to, just to <laughs> pass it. The
1: difference. I don't think Luca will play for that long, just because of the trend of basketball. And it's only going to like get more of this way, the further we go. I just think from an athletic standpoint, that is going to become a point in time, even though he's probably overall, overall like multi-faceted players, probably one of the best we've ever gone. We're ever going to see. Um, I think athletically it's going to get a point in his career where they're going to start to phase him out pretty early. When back in the day you could have an unathletic player like John Stockton, but even though he had the skill, he could still stay in the league.
0: Here's here's the, the reason I don't think the assist record will ever fall. Or it it will be multiple decades. Like we're all gonna be old and possibly have grandchildren or have grandnieces and nephews by the time this thing rolls around. Even if you were go- to go fifteen seasons completely healthy every game, you would need to average twelve point eight five assists per game. That's what I'm saying for fifteen <laughs> seasons. Yeah, Wait, I'm going to
1: I'm gonna have to go look at them assists, bro. That's the, yeah, I'm going to have to go look at those assists. <laughs> no, they wasn't. <laughs> they I was mean, just but adding five I mean, on at the end his of the stat game.
2: line used mean. to be his stat line used to be like seven, five, and seventeen. Or 7-5 and, and 25, like, And, and that oh. was, like,
0: regular. That was, like, oh, yeah, that's a John Stockton stat line. Like, that's just what you saw. So, I mean, that, to me, that, that, like I said, they got creative. Because, to me, the only two where you can get a little jiggy is, like, assist and rebounds. Those are two where you can, like, a rebound yeah. if, like, a player tips it up.
1: And, like, it's not a rebound.
0: rebound. Exactly. Like, that's not a rebound. But, like, if you like the guy, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, you can get a little jiggy with those two, but the rest mm, is tough to tough to uh, get some slack on And, and And the rebounding one is pretty high, too. But the only reason I could see Will Chamberlain's rebound record possibly being broken one day is only because of the way that the game is going now. All it takes is like one amazing once in a lifetime big. And they're going to come in. I
2: mean, not even that. Years. Not even that. Capella been averaging 15 since he's been in the league almost. He had a couple years early on. He averaged nine. But then since then, he's been 12 or more a game. So, yeah. it's like. And he's young. He's
0: relatively young. And I don't know what it is about Wilt and the number 20,000. But he, I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. It just, everything he does, he going to knock down 20,000 or whatever it is. It's a crying shame. It's a, oh, shame. Uh, it's a, it's a I, hey, listen, I'm just. This is facts over acts. We're gonna tell the facts, all right? Right. But anywho, um, so we're we're looking toward we're looking toward the end of the season. And it looks like everything is pretty cemented as far as who's gonna win, what. Um, yeah. so fellas, give me your predictions for rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, and MVP. Um,
1: so for MVP, I'm rolling with Jokic. I think at this point it's a toss up between him and Embiid. Chris gave us the long shot way at the beginning of the season. Man, Probably plus twenty five hundred. Probably should made plus twenty five hundred. Come on, man. I'm trying <laughs> um, to tell y'all
0: plus twenty
1: five hundred. If I'm being honest, me personally, I think that uh, Embiid had a better MVP season, but I don't think he played the amount of games that uh, a MVP should play. I think he missed too many games to win the award personally. But I do man. think that Embiid had a slightly better season. Um If we're going with uh, Rookie of the Year, I'm still going with LaMelo even though he missed those chunk of games, I'm still going with LaMelo just because if you look at the the Hornets record, none of us had the Hornets sniffing the playoffs at the start of the season. No. And he no. missed a, a month of basketball. And if you look at every statistical category amongst rookies, he's still almost at the top. He's still almost at the top of every statistical category when it comes to rookies. So I think LaMelo should still get rookie of the year. Um, coach of the year, I'm going with Quinn Snyder just because he, he did a good job with getting the, the Jazz in this position, even though I don't think they'll do make much noise in the playoffs. It's a regular season award. Um, defensive player of the year, I'm going with Bam. Only because if you look at the start of the season, Bam didn't mm. play too much ball. And the, the Heat struggled defensively. And I think since he got back in the rotation, he's been the one player in the league that you could stick on anybody, and he's been able to slow down any player at yeah. any position. And and him and Jimmy switching. On, on Miami has been brutal for a lot of teams. So I'm going with Bailey. That's a long shot right there. Yeah. That's a long um, shot. Um and then for uh sixth man of the year, I'm going with Jordan Clarkson.
0: Yeah.
1: Because Clark yeah. he has been making a lot of noise off the bench. He just hit um he just died. I forgot what team they played the other night, but he came up the court and hit two daggers on them. That was crucial. But he's been playing with extreme confidence yeah, he this twenty a game. Twenty a game. Yeah, think, I think I think he's if it's a team, if it's a, any chance for uh, the Jazz to make a long run in the playoffs, Jordan Clarkson need to keep being that spark plug off the bench because I think that's the one award to where, like, it's a landslide victory that, that he should win six men of the year.
0: I feel it. I feel it. All Chris, Gives right, you doing? You, you, uh,
2: you go before me, Gibbs, because I want right, to well, go. <laughs>
0: well, first of all, Ricky the Year agreed. I mean, these awards are about narrative, let's be honest. And yeah. uh, the Hornets being in the playoffs led by Lamelo, best narrative. Defensive player of the year, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has been a torture chamber. That's the right. Every single guard that he has played this year, it has been a complete and utter torture chamber. It, I, I, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know how, like, nobody has figured him out, but defensively, he just. People nah, wonder why the 76ers are winning as much as they are. It's very simple. This is a guard dominated league. And Guess what? They've got the best guard stopper in the NBA. That's just the reality. That's just the reality. When you've got ben Simmons. I, I,
2: I've been gloating about it every week. We didn't had, I done said something about Ben Simmons' defense every week since, since the that's season true. started. Just about,
0: he's he he is who he is, he deserves all his flowers. And this is why I say he does not need a shot to be effective because when you can, in essence, whoever you're playing against, oh, you average 30, that's cute. Hey, take this 15 on your way. Like, that's just that's what he does. So uh, Sixth man of the year, I agree. Jordan Clarkson by a landslide. Nobody else is really sniffing that conversation. Yeah. Coach of the year, Doc Rivers. I got Doc Rivers winning it. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. if you look at this team, if you look at the 76ers team, everybody said their ceiling was what? Third, maybe fourth in the East? First yeah, had exit. In
1: about fourth at the most, honestly.
0: Fourth at the most. They're first, they're, they're going to be the number one seed in the East. And again, this is a regular season award. So regardless of what happens, whether or not they beat out the Nets in the playoffs, they're the first seed in the East. They're the first seed in the East, and they are that for a reason. Uh, MVP, that's the only award that I am not given to a Philly guy. Uh, that, that one is the only one that a Philly guy has a consideration for that I can't give it to. Because like you said, Embiid's missed too many games. Uh, Jokic has, Jokic stepped up, and I think what really cemented it for Jokic is the fact that Jamal Murray got hurt. And yet the Jazz are still playing well. The Jazz are still yeah. holding water, even without Jamal Murray, who, like you said, Chris, had he not gone nuclear for virtually six games, all in the most crucial moment, they would not have gotten past, what, the first round? So nah. it, the, the reality is for you to be maintaining a winning uh, a winning percentage with that, that's that needs to be up there for MVP. Uh, consideration. All
2: right. For me, rookie of the year, I'm going to go Ant-Man just off of technicality that he the only one that have been healthy out of the, the best rookies in the league. Halliburton was up there, but not Halliburton missed the rest of the season. Bye-bye Halliburton. Defensive player of the year. I, 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 it's a clip right now on Twitter that I'm really kind of mad about. Ben Simmons, he kind of like grabbed the... Oh, but he guards. hooked Lonzo arm. Uh, yeah, he hooked Lonzo arm. Yeah, 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 arm, but... People were dogging him on Twitter like he don't even play defense. He's just foul. Do y'all realize how hard it is to guard an NBA player? Like, these players are not 5'11", foot. These are 6'5", six, 6'3", six, and up players. Right. Ben Simmons is 6'11", and he's guarding. He's sitting in a chair to these mm-hmm. guards, and he's giving them their worst nightmare
0: yet. And I'll tell you what, the, the I don't know what – Bro. Bitch will sauce you I don't know why Sim- I keep going out But anywho, I was saying that the worst player On the end of an NBA bitch Would walk into Planet Fit- or walk into uh, Lifetime Fitness yep. And he would give y'all 80 The worst player on the end of the bench So, that's just the reality
2: That's what I'm saying So, Ben Simmons should be unanimous Defensive player of the year it, Only reason why I say he wouldn't Because Gobert got the first seed And Gobert is a monster on defense too so I could see why some people would vote Gobert. Right. And he's won it in the past. But Ben Simmons, he'll have nights where he have two points. But the other guard might match him with that two points. The other point guard might match him with that two points. All right. And then for uh coach of the year. Hey, listen, 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 listen. I might be reaching here and they only <laughs> the fourth seed, but I might have to go Tibbs, bro. Do you look, if you look at that Knicks roster? They are not crazy. good at all. Crazy. They are not like Julius Randle's their best player. Yeah. That is not
0: a good team at all. At all by the stretch. And we dog Tibbs so much. I, I'm sorry, but t- Tibbs is doing the same thing that Tibbs always does. This is not sustainable. He is, but it's Julius with the Randall Knicks though. Regular season Julius Randle sat on the bench for one minute. In the what was it the first quarter or the first half? The first half. Know. They just he beat the Clippers said, though. They just beat the Clippers. And, and I hear you, and that's great, and that's good, and I hope that they have a lot of success this year in the playoffs. Because guess what? Beyond this year, you're gonna have a hard time of playing <laughs> a bunch of players this much.
2: But, right? it's too- but but that's that's why I'm going with him coach of the year because. I'm not going to lie. I had the Knicks not even in the playoffs this year. That roster is pretty bad. Like, their best player, Julie Randle, the second best player, R.J. Barrett. And R.J. Barrett had an awful season. Not an awful, but he didn't have a great season last year. I'm going to be honest with you. I had the Knicks being, like, ninth fighting for the AC. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not like, sure
1: I had them that
2: high. Exactly. And the Knicks are fourth right now. They had the longest winning streak at one point in the season. I wouldn't – it wouldn't surprise me if the Knicks – uh, coach Tibbs won coach of the year. It wouldn't surprise I,
0: I I wouldn't be surprised by that either. But I again, the 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 goal is to win games. So I can't get mad at them for playing players a ridiculous amount of minutes to do so. But can we just talk about the fact that like, if you're building a franchise, you don't build one season, especially not one season where like your ceiling. You're I'm milking everything I can out of this is like four C second round, like you just don't do that, nah. and that's what in essence is happening with Tibbs because you're not gonna keep playing all of these players forty minutes a game. You can't nah, do that in nah. today's NBA. So yeah, but I digress. Right. He, regular he has regular to play
2: season regular season award I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that's my favorite for Uh MVP. Now here's where it gets tricky because. This season has been like a season like no other. And to be honest with you, LeBron was leading for one point. Then Joel Embiid passed when he had that 40 and almost 30 game. Mm -hmm. And that's when he passed LeBron for me. But to be honest with you, man, I'm going to have to still go MVP Joel Embiid. I mean, he was at one point in the season, he was four percentage points for being in the 50-40-90 club as a 7-1 big man. Like, yes, Joker should be the leader right now because he's been there, been there for his team. But Embiid has injury history in the past. And and even if he misses a week of games, Embiid comes back and gives you 30 and 13 like he's supposed to. It's been nights. Jokic struggled a lot early in the season while Embiid was tearing it up. Jokic started off slow. The Nuggets were the eighth seed at one point, jumped to the sixth seed, and now they're where they are now. So, I mean, Philly leading the, the east right now, which ain't an easy east anymore and he's the first seed, I think M B should still get it, honestly. I
0: feel it. I feel it. I, and, I, I, all of these, all of the names that y'all have named, there are arguments for and against some of them, but I don't think any of them are, like, terrible. Like, oh, this is this is nonsense. You're saying something no, right. to go by. Like, this, yeah. is, this is. And, and
2: <laughs> six man of the year is going to be Jordan Clarkson. I mean, that, that's a landslide. Like, mm, off the sure. bench averaging 20 for the Jazz. Like, that's.
0: For sure. For sure. We forgot well,
2: our award, though. We forgot our award. Most improved player. Most improved Oh, player. most
0: improved player. Ah. I, I think we can all agree that's Julius Rambler. I think we would all agree yeah. he's probably going to Yeah, be yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, has he actually improved that much? I don't think so. He just <laughs> plays <laughs> a lot of minutes. Right. hold on, hold on, on, hold, on, hold, on hold on, hold on. Hold on, audience.
2: Minutes. Hold on, audience. I'm going to look at the box score today and just show y'all that we not making this up. Let's see how many minutes Julius Randle played in a 48-minute game. Julius Randle played 44 minutes and 33 seconds. Reggie Bullock Good played Lord. 45 minutes and 35 seconds. Good Lord.
0: Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. Tibbs is Tibbs. I am not a liar. <laughs> I do not say things. That's the, Tibbs <laughs> will never stop playing players 40-plus minutes a game. He can't. Can't
1: stop, won't stop. Rockefeller records, because he, he get
0: down, <laughs> baby. He get down. But anyway... The, the subs, They, <laughs> they hate us, because they ain't getting no burn. Nah. The um,
1: subs hate them. Really quick, I know you're about to uh, sign out, Gibbs. Really quick to address something in the chat. Uh, UFC Lightweight Championship predictions this weekend. I do have... um. I do have uh, Chandler beating Oliveira just because Chandler got punching power, and I don't think that's something that's that's that frequent in the lightweight division. And we haven't really seen uh, Oliveira's chin get tested like that in, in a lightweight division. He had a couple of losses early in his career. Uh, one to TKO and one to KO, so I think that'll be an interesting fight, but I think it'll be a pretty uh, first or second round KO for Chandler. <laughs>
0: hey, um, hey, I'm I mean, laughing real quick. I'm laughing. No, they said
2: Julius Renner in the chat. They said Julius Renner got multiple ice baths in his
0: future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, gonna accept that most improved player award from the ice tub. Well, I, I appreciate my body can't take this, man. But I appreciate it. But yeah, that that's that's just the reality there. Guys are resident fight experts, so whatever his fight prediction is, you can take it, you can take it to the bank. Go ahead and uh, uh, clock it in. We've already shown you. Our predictions tend to come true on this show. All yeah. right, we don't we don't be saying nonsense. We we got an extensive list here. But anywho, I know y'all tired of us talking about Mother's Day and the Lakers being in trouble and all of our predictions that have seemingly come true. Maybe we gonna start up a bed website. Who knows? But anywho, uh, y'all take care, peace and love, y'all. Come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that.
1: You had